Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 357. On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news, a whole bunch compared to last week. And then we'll also be discussing the series premieres of APB and Legion, and then recent episodes of The 100, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Riverdale. Plus, we've got some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 357. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com, and this week I have joining me... Claire Gandal, tvwiththetwist.com. And Kyle Nolan from NoReruns.net. Thank you both for uh, joining me here on episode 357. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was so much more excited before I hit record, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I have email proof. That's true, you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, we'll jump into the news, which was what we were all exchanging emails about. Uh, some of these things uh, that have been announced over the last week, some of them just today. Uh, but start out with ABC, uh, which is the renewed Grey's Anatomy for a fourth, 14th season, Scandal for a seventh, and How to Get Away with Murder for a fourth. So the uh, whole Shondaland night has been renewed once again. Uh, I was hoping I, I could. <laughs> I really just want to be done with Grey's Anatomy, but now I'm locked in. Why? <laughs> why is it still happening? I don't. I think I'd enjoy. Like I've actually enjoyed it more lately because Meredith hasn't been around, oh, and really? I, she is like the worst part of that show. I wish, but they they keep her around, like because they have to have a Grey, I guess, in the name. But I would have. Th- they changed the name of the the hospital to. Sloan Gray or Gray Sloan or whatever it is, Memorial. So it like, seems like they could just – they would have a Gray in the name of the hospital at least like if they continued on. I'd even be happy if Ghost Lexi came back because they had <laughs> Ghost – what's his name for a while. But then she wouldn't be on Supergirl. Oh, that's true. She can, yeah. she can, do, two, she can do two shows. That's right. There's plenty of – Yeah. Uh, yeah, Vancouver's really close to Seattle. She could just come right – Oh, wait, fake uh, <laughs> <laughs> fake town that she's actually on that's supposed to look like Los Angeles, but now is Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I stopped watching Grey's when, um, uh, oh, my God, remember. I Patrick think... died. I'm like, what's his name? Um, yeah. something or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, I stopped watching, and then I was like, oh, I'll catch up and watch. And then I got past that, and I was like, eh, I think I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> when McDreamy became McDeady. That was your. That, yeah. was, that was it for you. <laughs> it. I remember I saw something about the other guy that died. Was he? Wait, which one? McSteamy? Is that the uh, the second <laughs> yeah. guy? I, I saw something that he died, and I had completely forgotten that he wasn't even on the show anymore. It didn't even oh my register God. with me that he wasn't there anymore. I'm like, wait, they killed him off? <laughs> He's heading up the last ship. You know, he doesn't have time to be doctoring around. I don't know. I feel like he should just jump that ship and go back to this sinking ship. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I want to say that Grace was still in single digits season wise when I stopped watching. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, not not like way into the single digits. I mean, it might have been like eight or nine or something yeah. like that. But yeah, I stopped watching Scandal. I haven't watched any of this season, and I don't think I watched. I can't remember if I can't remember if it was the beginning of last season that I watched a little bit into and then just finally stopped. 
So, so yeah, I think I made it into season five on that one. And then I watched, I watched how to get away with murder until they took like their first break. And then when they came back for like the final three episodes of that season, I didn't watch Mm -hmm. and I haven't watched since, Uh, but apparently everybody's a murderer now. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like so out of control at this point, but I feel like, I guess I'll catch back up, but like, I'm not, I, I don't think I'm even recording it or maybe I am and I just keep deleting them. I'm unsure about my life right now, but um, <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, but if uh, you're enjoying it, good for you. There's going to be, there's going to be a whole nother season of each of those for you to watch. This, this hypothetical you. Yeah, that's right. And well, you know, in this, uh, in this day and age, there literally is something for everybody on at any that given time. 100% accurate. <laughs> You may not be able to find anybody else that's also watching it, but it's out there somewhere. Uh, next up, uh, Cartoon Network has renewed Mighty was it Mighty Magi Swords? Magi Swords. <laughs> no I don't know how you pronounce it for a second season, but I don't even know what that is. It was some animated show. There were a bunch of animated shows that got picked up, but I, I don't watch that one or the next one. Yeah, you were like saying things, and I was like, yeah. "Wait, what?" <laughs> and Disney Channel has renewed. Elena of of Avalor for a third season. Yeah. Which apparently... I just wanted to have Jason try to pronounce all these shows. Yeah. <laughs> well, all I can say is apparently the second one there, the Elena, they're selling millions of dolls all over the world. So that's a big hit. So even if the show does bad, it sells. It's, yeah. the, it's, it's selling. Sells it's selling merchandise. merchandise. So you know, that's the you know you either gotta do original music or something in your show. Sell dolls, I guess. <laughs> but we can get to that when we get to Riverdale in prime time. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Fox, uh, Fox has renewed Lucifer for a third season and Master Chef for a sixth. Yay! You were so much more excited for I, Lucifer in the email, do, Claire. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm so excited. You know that show. It's like season one was so good and then this last season has been a little tricky since like mom came home or whatever that like i don't know if i i I didn't like it for a hot minute but now i'm back into it um i think it struggled a little bit with figuring out that relationship as well as the one with the detective so um but i like it i think he's so great so I'm, i'm excited that it got picked up for another season for sure yeah, I haven't even watched the second season yet. It's oh, either Kyle. it's either on my TiVo or it was on oh. the TiVo that died and Wait. I no longer have it. Wait, I was literally just going to ask, like, what percentage are you on? But now I'm like sad for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, believe me, the TiVo has zero percent, 476 hours free. So it's <laughs> plenty of room. <laughs> but I lost yeah. everything on the old TiVo. Oh, man. Yeah, the I new one is super best. sweet, but the, the, but the old one... <laughs> Yeah, there might have been a few things on there that maybe a little disappointing, but there's overall, isn't it just a freeing feeling that you have now, Kyle? That all of those hours are gone from the previous. No worries. <laughs> Twelve hours of Lucifer are sitting on the other TiVo. Oh, there you so go. I mean, I've got them it's, all. <laughs> it's like on Hulu, I think. So you're okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So those will be back. MTV has decided to cancel loosely exactly Nicole and Mary plus Jane. After one season of each of those, yeah. <laughs> I thought this the Mary plus Jane was okay. I watched a couple episodes of that. I never even made it through a single episode of Loosely Exactly Nicole. But I eh. love her. I think she's so funny, and I love that. Um, 
what was that show um, that she had girl something or whatever it was? Um, and um, I loved her, but I didn't even watch the show because I didn't even know she had a new show. I feel like if you're not watching anything <laughs> on MTV, they like don't you don't know about it. And maybe like I feel like this happens to me a lot where I feel like I'm the only one that doesn't say a single ad or trailer for anything. Like everyone's talking about um, Sweet Vicious. <laughs> yes. And I was like, what? What, what is, is this? this? Thing? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Is it like about a candy? No. Like, what? <laughs> See, I only know because I go and search out any new show and I at least set it to record. And then I this is why I need 476 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think you need to watch the all these and go look for all this new shows. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was from a couple of weeks ago. I I was one of those people, Claire. I was like, I was like, hey, Claire, have you been watching Sweet Vicious? Come on the podcast, talk about the season finale. And you're like, what is this show of which you speak? <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's gonna work for me. Yeah, I was like, I I don't know. Uh, but but everyone has been talking about like how. Um, how great it is and how um like what an amazing show and all of these things so i feel like i should catch up but is it available anywhere for me to watch it yeah like, I, I don't i don't know if it's available anywhere or if it's at i don't know if they have the episodes out on like mtv.com or on their app or something like that or yeah i'm assuming uh, that it'll show up someplace here now that the season's over I feel like Kyle, who is in search of always like yeah. looking for new shows, would know the answer to this for me. I'm trying to Google it as we you're speak. Letting, yeah. letting <laughs> Not that Sweet Vicious was even on this list of yeah. shows, but like I just felt so, like the yeah. need to insert it. Anyway, it is sort of one of those shows. Like if you almost like if you weren't watching Teen Wolf, you didn't like learn about anything else that they might have on their networks that was. Yeah, I'm so behind on Teen Wolf, you guys. Like, so behind. Oh, I'm, I'm way behind on that, too. It looks well, like every I, every I episode like... is on MTV.com, all 10 oh, episodes. Twist. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Teen Wolf was, like, um, turning into Pretty Little Liars for me, where they had, like, two seasons a year, and if you miss one, you're, like, gone. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They're yeah, on, like, they're... season 27, and I'm like, what? Like, yeah. Not really, but <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah, when they when when they split that twenty episodes into two sets of ten or something like that, or uh-huh. two sets of eight or some such some such thing, Walking Dead does sixteen, but then they do it in two sets of eight. Yeah. But yeah, Freeform or before ABC Family did that uh, does that a lot with their shows. They also do it a lot where sometimes a season is only ten episodes, and then another time a season will be like thirty episodes or something, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. why? Why can you not just stick with? Some... I'm sure it's all contract stuff too. Yeah. Fake, like oh, it's only one season, but we bought three times as many episodes, so we don't well, have I... to renew a contract. Yeah, well, I sort of understand that stuff, like at the end. But like when you do, like it's like yeah, a short season, like maybe the first season, and then the next season's longer. Uh, but then, like all of a sudden, you're just like, why are you just not? Why are you back to ten now? Or now it's. 30 or 40 episodes during the season or something like that. They've done that with some of their comedies on Freeform or whatever, which is which is really weird. But uh, we've seriously gotten off track here on the news. All right, like it's we're, not my fault. We're talking about a whole other network. Not even, <laughs> no, we're still on MTV. MTV. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I guess MTV, oh, uh, this is part yeah. of MTV and VH1 and all the other various networks that uh, – 
they're doing like restructuring or rebranding of some things and I guess they're deciding what what channels they're going to do scripted programming on and whether they're going to do comedies and so hopefully they do end up picking up Sweet Vicious for a second season because that would be although I suppose if a bunch of people went out and kept watching it on the website that could only help they saw more and more people continue to watch next up uh, Netflix has renewed the OA Travelers and Troll Hunters for second seasons and love for a third season I haven't seen any of these things except for one episode of Love. And I was, and that like, was enough. This... And that... <laughs> you didn't love it? <laughs> Even though I'm going to the um, premiere for the new season to... on Wednesday. And I was like, wait, do I really want to go to this? I don't know. Uh, I didn't know that there was going to be a third. I mean, like, I don't know anybody that's watching it. Um, I just like I didn't love it. I was really bored by it. And I thought it was weird. Um, but that's... I don't know if I ever watched any of that. I watched all of the OA and I watched Troll Hunters, which I thought was great. And I was happy to hear that, I guess, apparently Anton Yelchin actually recorded a whole bunch of extra stuff. So he'll still be in the second season, which seems weird to me if you just renewed it. Like, how do you already have scripts and audio recorded for all these other episodes? But that's Netflix for you. <laughs> They probably already have all the episodes done and then said, oh, uh, actually, we renewed that. But it's also like things like, you know, like Travelers, which has technically been renewed for a second season by Netflix. But really, it's a Canadian show that its U.S. distribution is as a Netflix original. And so that's the other thing with Netflix is sometimes it's a worldwide original. Sometimes it's just an original in some market that. You know, apparently there's shows, there's like U.S. shows that in other countries you can watch them on Netflix. Well, that's <laughs> what know, River, like, Riverdale is on Netflix. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, you know, so it's a very interesting, uh, interesting thing there with the, the way that they've become like this alternate network uh, in some places where, you know, they're taking on all kinds of, all kinds of content as basically like they're. Like they're like the syndicator in another in another country or something. Yeah, and yet Canadians can't watch Hulu. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> who knows? But yeah, but certain things end up getting branded as you hear. You're like, oh, Travelers is a Netflix original, but in Canada, it's just a show on one of their networks. <laughs> Which is why I wish they would do kind of like they. I don't know why they don't. But since Netflix is the binge headquarters for for doing stuff, that they wait and they put, you know, Traveler so they can dump the whole thing out and it's already aired in Canada. There was one show that they brought down here and they were actually putting it out weekly as it aired in Canada. It was being added down here. And I was like, well, at least if you wanted to watch it that way. Uh, but with something like Travelers, they waited because if you don't want to get spoiled because yeah. it's out there, like just let people binge it if they want or let people wait until the whole thing's there. And then, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it, when you put it all out at once, they have the choice of either watching it one at a time or two at a time or all at a time. But if you put it out weekly, people that were interested in it could watch it weekly. And people that didn't don't want to watch it that way could wait till 
the same exact time that you were going to drop it for a binge and then binge it then. So, yeah. But tons of new tons of stuff coming back for more seasons at Netflix. And then lastly, uh, Sci-Fi has renewed Channel Zero for a third and a fourth season. So if you enjoyed the first season, because I don't think the second season's aired, right? No, not yet. So if you enjoyed that and you're looking forward to the second one, you're going to get a third and a fourth. Because they're like, it's like the American Horror Story where they're like, each one is its own, yeah. like, separate story. Like six episodes or whatever. You know, that anthology series thing has certainly become a thing. I mean, basically, what's-his-name is is doing, like, what, like four of them himself now? Oh, they, uh, uh what's-his-name? Glee and Nip-Tuck guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I can't, I'm totally blanking on his name right this second, but... But yeah, Ryan Murphy. Yeah, Ryan Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't know why Charlie Murphy first came to mind. Like (laughs) that is incorrect. (laughs) I I didn't hear the Charlie. All I heard was Murphy. Murphy sounds sounds correct. (laughs) Uh, Which is actually a good transition into our prime time, since the first show we're talking about is APB, which sort of reminded me of RoboCop without Murphy. But there's Mm. a character named Murphy. I, there is a character named Murphy. But without the RoboCop version. RoboCop-ish, except not quite as futuristic. Yeah. And it wasn't like the it wasn't like everything was bad. It was apparently just the 13th District, which was super terrible. But yeah, so uh, APB, uh, Season 1, Episode 1, Hard Reset, uh, this series premiere. And uh, Claire, what did, uh, what did you think of the first episode here of APB? Well, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It was that I, good. I, was I, it? No, speechless. no, I, I, I'm, <laughs> there's definitely like potential, but I just sort of feel like Fox, it's a very borderline, like almost human. And like, wait, is that what that was called? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then they had minority report and I feel like they're on this like tech sort of shows that they're picking up but they're not giving a chance like i loved almost human and i just really wanted it to keep going it's and like then, here they yeah. pulled back to like instead of so futuristic they pulled back to more present day <laughs> like yeah we're gonna no, go tech totally. but just like slightly new tech like s- stuff that you've seen before but new ways to use it and uh and stuff like that yeah i mean and it's funny because like first of all um natalie martinez and I immediately thought of Detroit 187, which was like seven years ago, which is like insane how time is just flying by. But I love Justin Kirk, but I don't, I don't know if I like him in this. I don't know. I think I think I'll definitely watch another episode. Like, I didn't hate it. I liked it. I think there are some great actors in it. I just don't know. Like, okay, so now he has... So he he's basically shown everyone that this can work and he's taken over the precinct. And now there are all these like, you know, inquiries into um, everyone downloading the APB app all over the city. Like, so is he just going to like now run for mayor and like try and take over all the police departments? Like, I don't know, like where this is going. Is it just going to be like a case of the week in the end? Like, I don't know what's happening, you know? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's it's just another in the uh, in the now you know, subgenre of cop shows of the cop, not a cop. Right. You know, we now have, just call it that. Now cop we have, now we have cop with, you know, 
billionaire, not a cop, you know, as the right. chief, not a chief. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of, <laughs> yeah because like know. Ernie Hudson is in it, and oh, and he's like he's the chief, but then Murphy calls Justin Kirk boss, and you're like, so who is the boss? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. I had a lot of questions while watching it. And now you're hearing them all. <laughs> I was actually pleasantly surprised by this. And when I saw the premise, I was thinking, oh, this is just going to be pure genius, but in a police station. But right. I thought oh, I actually I actually really enjoyed it. I, I liked the characters. I liked the, yeah. the whole premise. I liked that they didn't go too far out there with the tech. I think that's some of the problem that I have had with some of these other with shows. Like, with like, like Pure Genius was, yeah, it's supposed it's to be just, set like right now, but everything seems super futuristic. Yeah, because it's <laughs> like, I, I want something that seems like it's possible rather than right. like something that's way, way, I mean, Minority Report was set in the future, so that right. was fine. But this is, yeah, it's supposed to be like, almost present day or present day. Like, I don't need to see people flying or, or like other <laughs> right. weird things. It would Just never drones. happen. No, yeah. this is all totally like doable, like in a sense, like it's not like we can't, we don't have that technology today. Um, but I have a question. Okay. So, you know, when like <laughs> they narrow down the search of like white men who steal like the same white van all the time. And then he was like, we'll just keep doing an algorithm. And she goes, come with me. And they, he, she shows them like all those file cabinets, like in the basement. Yeah. And she knew exactly which bad guys were the one. And I was like, if that was so easy for her to like, not even look up and just off the top of her head, find the files, which drawer it was going to be in and who they were. Then why didn't she solve that case a long time ago? I don't know. It just seemed very <laughs> yeah, well, odd to me. And they bar- like they glossed over it. And I was like, how did she just do that? Yeah. Cause there was, <laughs> yeah. Cause there wasn't a lot of, uh, there wasn't that much of the technology like used. Yeah. Like to get to that certain point where the next thing you needed to do was, I mean, really, if all of those records were digitized, then their stuff would actually, <laughs> the yeah. tech would actually work better. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it just went down to, to like the file cabinet of, of people who are known car thieves or whatever. And started yeah, going through I... the, started going through the files. Like, uh, no, this one's, you know, here and this one's dead or you know, what have you. And right. like... I mean, she tried to make it like, you know, we've been working this, uh, area for like over a decade like we know these guys like I think she was trying to prove a point but she also it was just so ridiculous you were like okay but it also sure. yeah, it also seemed like in their investigation like back when they you know when they started that it shouldn't have taken too they should have been able to get to that point like on their own without him taking over the t- you know, with the tech right. type of thing. That right. was, yeah, that was the thing about that. I also was on the other side of it though. I was kind of surprised that they like solved that. Like in the first episode, I was like, is this, yeah, I thought be, they were going to stretch it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. is this going yeah. to be the ongoing thing, you know, that, that, uh, you know, sort of keeps them there for a little bit or, you know, they got rid of that really quick and now it's like, okay, so are you bored with this now? <laughs> you, 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 yeah, you what's going to keep his yeah. motivation going to Doesn't keep he have, running? like, a company to run beside, like, so where, yeah, you know got what a, I mean? Like, he's got a board of directors <laughs> and stuff like that. And, 
Yeah, but he brings like all his like staff with him. Like he brings that yeah. that woman who is like his tech person. And yeah, but he's yeah. got a giant company. There's lots of people uh, working on stuff. But but I I like the idea that I mean I did sort of like the idea of hey let me let me you know try this out like what it could seriously it couldn't get any worse type of thing right and and if it does if it is better then other places might want to duplicate it and then you know then his company makes money because he sells all the tech <laughs> to all the other places you know that, yeah uh or or whatnot but but yeah i i don't know i like i didn't think it was that ridiculous of you know sort of an idea the idea of adding an app to 911 as a way to call in with the yeah. people that have cell phones with them instead of having to sure I did like the dude with a knife because that would, that would really happen. You know, as soon as you launch this app, you're going to get people just yeah. fooling around with it and uh, yeah. and just. Well, I just I mean, it's funny because I, I think about it like I've thought about it definitely before when like, you know how there's like um, there's either something on like the freeway and the billboards or whatever, where it's just like if you see an unsafe driver or whatever, like call it in and you're like. First of all, you shouldn't be talking on your phone while you're in the car anyway. Am I supposed to pull off to the side of the road to report a bad driver? Someone's calling you, calling in someone else. Yeah, but I'm I'm just surprised that there isn't an app. It doesn't have to be for, like, all things, but, like, for, you know, reckless driving or if you see someone, like, speeding or you saw a hit and run, like, you could take a picture of the car and license plate and text it to someone. I'm surprised, like, that doesn't exist. Um, ways, so, ways for criminals. You press yeah, a button, you see a crime. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called craze. Um, <laughs> but like for reals, like I don't know. So I, I definitely like I, I'll, I'll watch and we'll see what happens. But I'm not, I'm unsure. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I like police shows that have sort of this has potential for a little bit of, of, of souped up action, you know. And uh, I mean, some of the stuff is a, a, a little silly, like. Just because they have new souped-up police cars, do they have to slide around every corner that they're going? Even when, yes. even when yes, they're not they in do. hot pursuit of somebody, like apparently that's mm-hmm. a thing. Like even cops, when they get a brand new car, are like, well, let's see what this can do. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just and you're like, you're not even, you're just pulling out of the, the police station. Like why? But I liked. Uh, I think Justin Kirk is really good. I think he's just a really good actor, and so I think you can put him into pretty much anything. And he could pull it off, but, but yeah, I'm in that same spot. Like I'll watch another couple episodes and see if it's if it's sort of you know entertaining in some way, because uh, not everything has to be. We're going to talk about Legion here in a little bit, but Ugh. a show a show like that, <laughs> like sometimes you need a show that you can look away from the TV screen for a, a second and not feel like oh my god I've missed something. Right. <laughs> you know, like there just totally. needs to be some, you know, not necessarily totally mindless, but you know, something that you can do. Uh, and because uh, sometimes that's what you want to do is just kick back and relax. And uh, you don't want to have to put a ton of thought into things. You just want to be entertained. And this has, I think, the potential to, you know, to do that. Totally. Much like I think the next show on the list does Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Blah. Season four, episode thirteen. <laughs> Boom. 
Kyle, let's hear what you yeah. think. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, we'll start with you on this one. This what is, is this is the Zach McGowan pa- podcast part one. I know, uh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually enjoyed this episode. I I like that they um, like they were going and looking for their the woman that they modeled Ada after, and then. Amory would appreciate that the woman got to use her natural accent as herself uh, when she was playing Agnes, or I think that's what her name was. The um, the actual woman they they uh, went to go find. Yeah, um, I, I hope I, Amory. If I don't know that Amory's watching, but I hope Amory wouldn't have a problem with the robot's accent because you'd just be like, uh, "That's what he programmed it to be." Like what? she would, she would, she would. <laughs> like, <laughs> But I, I mean, I like the overall story, how then they, they were trying to the, the one thing I still don't agree with, though, is like all this time Coulson is realizing how he feels for May and he's happy that she's alive. But how does he even know that she feels anything for him? Because this whole time it was just like the robot that he was dealing yeah. with. Yeah. So like he's well, happy that she's... the robot has the same feelings and memories as May does. So it's supposed to be. I mean, I'm just saying this, but I don't know if I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it still seems like questionable. Like, yeah, they can sort of get her 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 mindset in there. But still, she like also she's not going to know any of this went on with their blossoming romance. So they have to go through it all over again. But I, I'm still not convinced of that part. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I. I like that they at least finally showed how they, you know, they got her memories and stuff like that. They they don't really tell you just that there's no. he's, he's built computer tech that can map a brain and and extract the the you know the memories of of somebody and put them into a computer. But mostly, I wanted to talk about how it is that in all of this that somehow Doctor Ratcliffe has stumbled upon creating the city of light. Yeah. What's that about? <laughs> Crossover. It's a freak call. One of those moments where I literally looked away for one second and he was like, I built our whole world. And I was like, wait, what you did? When, where? <laughs> yeah. Cause they, I mean, they had the little conversation about like how, you know, after he had talked with the may robot that he finally figured out like what, was needed to keep her in a, you know, in the simulation type thing. And then with that and, and the dark hold and the technology and, and the robot being able to do so much stuff was able to, you know, she tweaked and not just created a, a basically looping room situation, but she like had now created a, a whole world simulation uh, that he could now put his sick girlfriend's, you know, memories into yeah. or whatever. And, but yeah, it was just, I was like, wait, he just created the city of light. Why, yeah. Why is that? <laughs> and then also like with Coulson, not knowing that it wasn't May was like dead a bringer for what was happening on Jane, the Virgin. And I was like, like Raphael didn't know it wasn't Petra. And I was like, what the hell is going on? It's just every show just like, <laughs> like well, someone else and they don't realize it's not them. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's the only – there really is like only so many different types of stories and things like that I mean, that you I can guess, tell. Yeah. And when you – I guess if you're going to have 500 different shows in a year, some yeah. of those are going to double, triple, quadruple up on some of those sure. stories. And they're going to be on at the same time. 
but sometimes when you have these like completely different sort of like sci-fi shows, but then you're just like, yeah. Were the writers of Agents of Shield <laughs> watching the hundred last season and went, hmm, that would be a good idea for our LMD segment that we're going to do next season. We could create a computer-generated world. I also just felt like the scene with the, um, oh, God, what are those crystals called again? Terrigen? Yeah, and, um, like, with the Terrigenesis scene, like, with um, Shockley? John Piper Ferguson, who comes in and he, like, you know, goes to the senator's office and it turns out that he's the one. I felt like that just went, like, flew over and we were like, okay, so I guess... Parminder like is not coming back. Like we're just like, yeah. <laughs> like, like bye. Like yeah. I, I, you were a good bad lady for a minute. Um, it was yeah. just sort of funny. I'm, but but I did like. I felt like you know it was kind of nice to see a new sort of um, inhuman. I almost said mutant. Uh, and the way he came back after like being thrown out of the plane that was actually pretty cool. Um, but I was also sad. I was like, bye, senator. Yeah, well, that was also like weird. Like. You kind of saw that coming, like, as soon as he did it, you're like, yeah, yeah it's going it's totally. it's to it's be him, uh, and he, you know, uh, but, but yeah, when, he, when there's an explosion and the senator's gone, you're like, they've spent, like, this whole season, like, setting up her as at least the potential face for, and then as soon as they introduce the superior as well, they're like, well, we don't need one of the henchmen. So yeah. <laughs> we'll just I did like her away. And I did like the discussion though, back at shield where they're like, ah, oh, she's not really gone. She just, she's going <laughs> to magically pop up. And then they see the news report. And it's like, <laughs> um, I also sort of feel like Jason Amara's character. Now that we know, like he's not really inhuman, like, I don't know this whole like storyline of him like doing tests and running shirtless on a treadmill, but he can't really fight. You're like, well, this is depressing. Like, I don't know. It's just sort of like they're still dragging that part on. So like, and Fitz was like super pumped about creating this suit that could automatically inject the serum. And he was like, Oh, that doesn't work anymore. Just kidding. Like, you're like, (laughs) I don't know. I just, I, I felt like it was a good episode in the sense that like a lot happened, but they also like skipped over stuff so quickly that like I'm hoping we'll come back to it. But I don't know. I'm just I don't. Know. Maybe they will with some things because my whole problem with the whole you know Maybot and all of this stuff that was happening was like how did this happen? And so at least they jumped back here to like five days before and showed that. This you know this was a plan already in the works, like he had already created, you know the, the yeah the other robot and and had and had this other stuff and then took the opportunity to, you know to start, you know going that direction with the plan. Uh, then when the, you know the when the first you know when the first one you know lost its head in trying to complete oh yeah the, complete the thing and so because previ- because when it first came back. It made it seem like Ada had created her own like robots or whatever. Right. And then and then they finally get to the point where you see that Dr. Radcliffe was really behind it uh and he was now, you know, having learned about the the Darkhold was, you know, after that cuz he thought it could, you know, help make things better, which obviously we've now seen from you know the the robot version that he created of himself. 
with the with knowledge that's been downloaded from that and things that they created a quite a better you know sort of brain matrix there of way to to store the data and create the robot and so at least they they did go back and finally because some of it just felt like this is all really quick i don't understand how any of this is happening none of this makes sense how did how did ada build a may in like a day like i know she's a robot but come on so i was happy to get like even if they still sort of hand waved over like oh yeah he's got tech you just put this thing on the head and it it maps the brain and downloads the memories and you're like oh okay why not <laughs> at, at least that's better than nothing you know as, as for how they're being able to do it cuz the whole time you're like how does she you know think she's a robot or not know and or how did she have you know, you know, like, okay, you can create a robot that looks like May, but how does she have all the memories? That was my question, like, all along. Like, how <laughs> how, how is she able to talk with, you know, with Coulson about all these things that they've done in the past before, and she knows what she's, they're talking about, you know? And uh, so at least got an explanation for that. The director thing with him wanting to help and feeling, like, sidelined and, and whatnot, and now, you know, deciding, you know, he got, he's going to get in the game, but... Sooner or later, that's they've already set that up that that's going to go badly at some point. One of those injections is going to be the the one that's not going to work out well for him. But I don't know. I I, I still enjoy it. I like I like some of the characters. I like all of the like Fitz and Simmons like figuring things out. Oh, I love them. They're the cutest. <laughs> but sometimes when they figure things out, I'm just like. How is there not a call going through immediately? Immediately. Why is Colson standing next to May and and he doesn't know yet? Like this is taking too long. They should have been on the They've got like instant transmissions of communication on the shield team. Like how is this taking so long? Uh, I get when they figured out the one on the plane, you know, the quickest way probably is to run from <laughs> the lab to the back of the plane to you know, to warn them, but some of that stuff is is a little bit, but I I still like I don't know some of the main characters and I think they're with the different stuff that they're having they're having a lot more fun. I liked having uh, all the Patton Oswalt. <laughs> oh, that was super fun, <laughs> and I like that they they brought um what's her name from Scandal to yes. be her, his sister. <laughs> She's like the total badass sister. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. And she flipped that guy over and I was like, but you're so tiny. <laughs> um, it was very entertaining. Uh, I also like that they played off the joke of were they life model decoys? And they were like, no, yeah. they were on the team that tried this before. <laughs> like, you know, like that worked on a previous project like this they're not them themselves but that was uh that was funny you know i think they do a, they do a good job of with the humor and stuff like that on the show and uh yeah for I sure know, i still i still enjoy it i mean it's not the the best thing ever but it's not also just like the giant dumpster fire that people seem to say it is or, or think it is you know or whatever i think it's gotten a lot better since they got off of the um the uh what's his name ghost rider oh i don't know i like yeah. the ghost rider segment of the of the show i like i kind of like the idea of them doing i mean they're going to be doing these full giant seasons if they continue to go i like the idea of them doing like half seasons where 
you know, there's one major focus for a half season, not for, you know, not for the whole oh, season did, type I, of thing. And and I like them sort of dipping into Marvel comics and pulling, you know, pulling things out like Ghost Rider or Life Model decoys and and creating things around, you know, some of that stuff that, uh, you know, is deep in the Marvel <laughs> Yeah, but what's what's this season's um, like last or the first half of the season was Ghost Rider, and this season is what is it called the the three letters? What it's is it? it's LMD. It's LMD. It's Life Model Decoy. Yeah, but like the like not anywhere in the promos or commercials do they ever say that, and I find that to be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I had to go. I had to go Google it to see what yeah. it even was. Yeah, it's like so stupid. <laughs> Whatever. I just miss Luke Mitchell, so now I watch Blind Spot. But whatever. That's another story. <laughs> you can get a uh, Luke Mitchell in a glass cage and a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what I'm a little behind. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the season. I lost it on my uh How far are you behind? I don't want to spoil it. No, no, no. I'm only like I think I'm like two episodes behind or something. Oh well then um, you've seen him in the three, FBI. Three right? episodes? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they've got him downstairs in a... Oh, yeah. In, like, I the... Forgot. That is true. In, like, the, the Hannibal Lecter type it's person. Hannibal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> Totes. Uh, all right. So that's uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We'll move on to the next show on the list, which is The 100, Season 4, Episode 2, Heavy Lies the Crown. And uh, we'll move back to you, Claire. What are you thinking about where things have picked back up here Oh. On the hundred. Okay. Well, let's. Okay. So my initial thought from the um, for the from the premiere back um, was that at least a lot more was happening. That first episode, I felt like, ugh, like they didn't go forward in time, time jump at all. Like you were just the next moment, and I felt like now we have to wait six months for them to like figure out how to save themselves. You're like, that's too long. But uh, also, like, just not a lot was happening. And I was just like, who cares about Zach McGowan? He got shot. Like, whatever. Like, <laughs> um, so this episode I thought was a lot better um, and fast paced. And how did we end up not even talking about him being on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when we were talking about it? We, just did, a we did. Ago. Kyle said this I is part one was of part Zach one. McGowan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but we never moved into actually talking about the superior or how they actually no. moved on just that they introduced him. So, but back to the hundred. No. So I just, um, I just, I don't know. I had so many thoughts during this episode. Like I was excited for Marcus and Abby to get together, but I feel like did, did they already get together and I missed it? Like, it just seems so like, Oh, this is a thing we do now. And then like, they had gotten together, but they'd never gotten together. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, what do you mean? Jay? <laughs> Um, but also like Jasper is losing his mind. He's just like, fuck it. Like he's, I don't, what's the point of him anymore? He doesn't even care about anything. And then, um, well, I just, yeah, he's of, basically like, well, I don't have to kill myself now. We're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. But then I just, I, the only thing is that now uh, Octavia, who I always thought is uh, like such a badass and super cool. I feel like she has no sense of like allegiance, like to any one anymore and she's just kind of doing her own thing and like just killed that ambassador and you were like oh okay cool and also when did she get those tattoos like all of a sudden they were on her and you were like when did that happen (laughs) 
Maybe I missed it's it. It's been a couple days know. since she, uh, you know, stabbed Pike in the, in the gut. I, know, guess, get, I guess, yeah. Get She's the, busy. Get, get the full, uh, full transformation all the way over. Yeah. I just want it to sort of move forward. Um, and I think this episode makes me feel a lot better about the season than the premiere. And I'm not saying that as like a biased viewer. It's like a true statement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's sort of interesting like the you know the king talks about like well we'll go to we'll we'll head over there after this you know after we have the the meeting here and you know if i end up having to you know if i'm still alive after i have to battle uh, uh this guy and then we'll go see and you can you know and you can see for yourself that they're not lying and that you know why i've put my trust in her uh and stuff meanwhile the best they've been able to do is come up with a, a way to save a hundred of their own people. I again, <laughs> and, and I just think that ultimately this is going to go badly much sooner yeah. than later. Although the preview of the next episode was that somebody's going to know about some other fallout shelter potentially or something, and yeah, no, but I did like I, the idea of uh, crowdsourcing. It was like, oh, yeah, thank like, you. <laughs> it's like I get on one hand, like maybe not telling all of the grounders because they're how they've been raised and what they know about technology or don't know or what they would think. Cause there's already, you already have a group of people that think that it was sky crew's fault you know, yeah, that, that this sure. happened, even though this was a thing that was already there and had they never come down <laughs> would have probably, you know, could have ended up happening to them somehow anyways. But, you know, it's hard to, uh, get a lot of them but then on the other hand too you you're like well could you convince them that the petty squabbling between tribes might not be worth it if if you could actually convince them that they're all going to die in six months if we don't come together and figure this out yeah or would they just not believe you and you know and then it would make things worse uh yeah i don't know it just some of the parallels though and things that they draw like you know with clark you know, doing things and then real, you know, being like, yeah, it sucks being the leader. <laughs> you know, right. like, well, wait, I'm really I have pissed a at like all these people, but which is? Oh, so, um, so, well, a couple things. One, um, so the, whatever Bellamy and crew were going to get, like the, that, that machine or something, the, yeah. how, was that supposed to like power, like, the generator or whatever to save way more lives? Was it going to save everybody? Like I, I, it was a way there was some, the chemical that exploded or whatever, the thing that was in it was able to uh-huh. be combined with whatever else to create water. And so that was the way they were going to be able to create, be able to, while they could dry and store food and things like that uh, and make, and possibly make the ship able to withstand radiation again, mm-hmm. They wouldn't have any way to, you know, even though they could only get like 500 people on that part of the ship there. That's still 500 people. Right. So then it was a whole thing of like, you know, did Bellamy make the right call? But then you have like Thelonious like lingering about looking at Clark like. I told you it's tough being a leader. <laughs> like, like I, I had to choose the hundred, and now you have to choose the hundred. And it was just very like, you know, are we just letting him just kind of hang out because he's like, ooh, an engineer? Like, yeah. uh, what about all the shit he did? Like, I don't know. I just had so many questions um, about me, whatever was happening. 
I had a problem with Bellamy's uh, decision because, yeah. like, they were say, like, you're risking the lives of now like hundreds of other people to save these 25 people when they right. killed way more people right. before for less. Uh, yeah. yeah, and even if they were going to be moved, it's not like you wouldn't have potentially been able to find the new spot they were taking them to or something to right. be able to save them later. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's uh it's kind of a tough call, but it's like, uh, we need, but we need a situation that gets us down to Clark having to choose what hundred people could be saved. Right. <laughs> well, but she also like, I, I, I get like when she said like hope is more important than the truth. Like I get what she's trying to do and trying to, you know, find a solution. But the fact that she, yeah. She flat out promised instead. She didn't have to be like, I swear to you, like, we're all going to survive and thrive. Like, I, I yeah, was she like, could have just said our best bet <laughs> yeah, like, is for us to come together was, so that we can fix this. Much. Didn't have to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think ultimately she's still holding out hope that like within this, like they're working on like the backup of all backup plans. Yeah. They'll be able to in that in that time frame where they're working on this, they'll also be able to figure out other potential things to save more than just themselves. But right now it just, it just puts them in a spot where you're just like, you can't say we need to save everybody. And then, and then basically all you have so far is a plan to save a hundred people. Cause you know, when the King comes and asks you like, what are you going to tell? <laughs> what are you oh, you're, tell you're the on the list. You're on the list guys. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> I got you covered. You, you're, you're, You've saved me a couple times. I saved you. You've saved me. But so that that gets you a you've you've got right. a seat on the <laughs> in, in here. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know. I, I I I still like the show, and in that that they do all these moral conundrums type of things that you're just like, you know, it's like here's three bad choices, but you got to choose one of them. There's no good right. choice. There's no good option. Yeah. Uh, um, I know my, my dad, I have my dad's script for episode five and he was like, did you read it? Did you watch it? I'm like, I can't just like jump ahead and like not know what happens. I was like, you forget that I actually like this show. Like I need to know, like in my own time. So like, I don't know what happens. So I can't tell you anything cool or anything. I can't be reading your episode and then be like, wait, that's what happens in the last yeah. episode? I haven't gotten there yet. Spoiler alert, Dad. Come on. I know. I know. He spoiled so much for me last season. I was like, let's just not talk about it. <laughs> this is, a, this is a, a know the hundred you know, uh, zone here. We could talk about any other TV, you know, yeah. anything else. I mean, it, it, in all fairness, it was my fault because I was really behind. So, I mean, it wasn't, he didn't really spoil anything that everybody else didn't already know. I was just really late. <laughs> yeah. So is he like, uh, Claire, it's already aired. So you're. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it, w- it was my fault. I somehow got like six episodes. Like I didn't watch the last six episodes of the season until like a month ago or something. Like I was just so behind. So, um, so then I definitely couldn't read his episode or watch it. It's episode five, by the way, in case you care. But yeah, I'm, so I'm three excited. episodes away. Yeah, and we can uh, we can see see what he's got in store for us. <laughs> what's, what's, yeah. what's, what's going and, down? And if it, and if you're upset about it, I apologize. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Best don't, of luck, everybody. Don't, don't tweet me. <laughs> I'll, I'll be in Thailand, so I can't even like live tweet with everybody. So I'm out. <laughs> 
So if one of your favorite characters happens to die, email. Oh my god, I will cry. <laughs> I'll just like send a video tweet of me just upset with no context. <laughs> yeah. How about this, uh, Kyle, for uh, a piece of trivia? Did you know that Claire's dad wrote a couple episodes of Silk Stockings? Oh my god, I was like on the edge of my seat. I was like, "What show?" I I did not know. I did not know that. Yes, I'm sure I've seen them. (laughs) Oh my god, I don't even know if I. I mean, I probably have. I loved that show so much. I just uh, just figured as the, the f- former Silk Stockings fan club president. That's right. That, that might <laughs> no, be, no, it's true. That you it's might true. be that you might be oh interested in God. that. You might be interested in that little piece of trivia. Kyle, you're like my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. All right, and with that, we'll move on to the next show on the list, which is Legion, uh, season one, episode one, titled Chapter One. Twist. So a lot of ones in there. <laughs> And we'll start with you, Kyle. What did you think of Legion? And I couldn't tell you exactly what went on. <laughs> but I, I, my I, favorite, I, I, favorite review so far is everybody's like, I liked it. I couldn't tell you what's happening, but I liked it. But I thought it was visually incredibly interesting. Mm-hmm. The music was wonderful. Like the way they did the music and stuff. Like I, I watched it with surround sound. The first time I watched a screener and it didn't have the same effect. I watched it again with the surround sound. They did like an amazing job with the, with the sound to help like enhance like his visions and everything else. Um, but by the end, like with that thing that felt like it was out of a video game when all his, his people, I'm assuming they're like personality none of these people are real they're all in his mind but they're all like forming their own like x-men team running down that hill like shooting people off to the side and stuff i i thought that was great and like i want to see what happens next after that but, uh, but i don't even know how they got there i don't even know who these people i was so confused you guys. <laughs> but i so let me back up for a second. So I, I liked how it, it started off almost like a romantic comedy. And then then it moved into like a 60s spy film. And then it became like the X-Men. And so, like, I, I don't know how he, like, got out of that that psychiatric hospital. That part was weird. Like, is that woman in his mind? Did he touch her? And somehow they swapped places. And then he killed Aubrey Plaza by getting her stuck in the wall. But was she just in his mind to begin with? Like, uh, I have no clue. I can't explain. But I, I liked it to, to go with all those other uh, <laughs> to go with all those other uh, reviews. How about you, Claire? I literally couldn't tell you what happened. Like, I don't understand. I feel like it was it was just it was longer than an hour, right? I feel like Yeah, it was, it was like an hour and 13 minutes or something. It was so long and it was so slow in the beginning and I love him and I I just I, I don't know. I don't know if I I, can I didn't even realize that was Dan Stevens till the that time show. What were we? Oh, I didn't even really? realize that was Dan Stevens until the end credits popped up and I saw his name. Yeah. First of all, and then Gene Smart, who um, hasn't aged a day, so that's entertaining. Um, I just, I didn't, I thought Aubrey Plaza was, like, kooky and funny, and I really liked her character. Um, But then I just, um, I don't don't know if I 
maybe I'll watch another episode. It was just a lot. I thought I thought you're right. Like it was visually like amazing and really cool. Um and I but I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so so yeah, they did they kiss and that's how they swapped or that's her superpower and Yeah, that's why she can't you know, that's why she can't touch anybody. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> is, a, is whatever which is I didn't that was one thing I didn't quite get. Like, I got the idea, like, they touched and they swapped. It was sort of like <laughs> body swap comedy. Uh, and that – and so she was stuck in his body, like, inside, and he was able to get out in hers or some – you know. But then when he's sitting there as her and then all of a sudden, you know, he's getting coffee or whatever, and then all of a sudden he's back to being him again, like, I didn't – I didn't quite get that. Like, did they actually physically turn into the other person for like a brief period of time? And then they swap, you know, then it swapped back after a period of time. It wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't just like a mind swap. Like I didn't quite get if that was like how that quite worked by the end of it. It felt like he had gotten, gotten out or whatever. And this other group helps, you know, he got caught by this other group that was looking for people like that, and now he's he's with this other group that seems to be more of the like like Gene Smart's more like the Professor Xavier of the right. of the thing, and they're going to you know potentially help him figure out his abilities. The only thing I that threw is like all of that made it feel like okay, you could see like what was real and what was fake. Except for the one time there when they're standing there on the shore and he looks back over his shoulder and he sees the weird monster thing. Yeah. But, What's that about? <laughs> but yet you're like, is he just seen – like is that just a thing that he still like even when he's – that he is actually delusional in some respects but also has this ability? Because uh, it clearly didn't seem like it was hidden well enough that like if there was something actually there that nobody else saw it. Right. You don't know what's real anymore. Not that any of it is even real. Yeah, but that that was the know. thing. But that was like the one little thing that all of a sudden you're like, okay, wait, is this actually real? Like now, like I felt like I knew. For me, that was the Bollywood dance number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I felt like I, I could like, as they were escaping there or whatever, and uh, I felt like I knew like looking back like i could pick out like what was fake what was real what was past what was you know what was you know present you know what was in his head you know i mean most of it you're seeing even when you're seeing past or present or whatever you're still getting the story through his sort of messed up head so it's a it's sort of an unreliable narrator type of story that you've got going but i felt like you could tell until he sees the green-eyed monster, yellow-eyed monster, or whatever thing it is that he calls it. And then I was like, wait, so is... Because that seemed to make almost him, like, he was going to question it. Uh, I do like when you question the delusion, potentially. You're like, is this really real, or is this fake? But if you're delusional, wouldn't your delusion just tell you that it was real? (laughs) Yeah, it was almost almost (laughs) too much in your head that you, like, couldn't, like... 
figure out like which part was him, which part was her after they swapped, and then what decade you're in because like Kyle was saying, like you're flip flopping around, and it was just I don't know. I don't yeah, know. The, you're not quite <laughs> sure. Like I did like stuff like when he shows up at his sister's place, and then uh, he breaks the he breaks the lamp, and then she comes down and to see what's happening, and then it's like, oh, um, he's gonna need these clippers. starts taking gardening tools off the basement wall back up the stairs with her Uh, so it it had like there was a a good sense of humor in in with it and you know uh, different things that uh that happened it was i felt like i wasn't completely lost totally as by the end of it but then was not sure whether I really was or not. So I'm, but I'm very interested to see like another episode or two that you should be able to, from what's happening there, be able to figure out whether you're now in a real, like (laughs) if he's now in a real place with real people or, or what's happening. I'm not quite as, I don't feel like I'm quite as don't know exactly what's happening as everybody else, but still sort of in that camp of uh, not a hundred percent sure, but I liked it. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I, I don't necessarily know what's happening, but I'm not really worried about it. I'm not. It's not because I enjoyed the just the the look and feel of the show. That was enough to to compensate for any confusion. Well, part of it is, you know, sometimes you do want to watch a show, you know, on the other hand, like a Legion, where you do want to engage your brain and try and look for clues and try and figure out what's real, what's not. And, you know, and uh, I knew that that's sort of, you know, had heard that's what it's sort of like. And so I had to I had to make sure that when I did watch it, it was at a period of time where I was not tired or anything like that, where uh, so I could actually pay attention to it or. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to to checking it out more. It definitely has, you know, an interesting style to it, and uh, we'll see where Legion takes us, and uh, move on to the next show on the list. Uh, the last show of uh, on the list this week is Riverdale season one, episode three, uh, yes. chapter three, body double. <laughs> yes. At least they also throw in a little. It's not just a chapter three, but yeah. So, uh, I forget which direction I was going. It's my Kyle? turn. It's my it turn. turn. My turn. Claire. <laughs> Claire, what do you think about Riverdale? I love Riverdale so much. <laughs> um, it's so good and it's so ridiculous and over the top. Um, and it's just like everything I didn't know I needed in a show. <laughs> um, it's just, um, I mean, like, the girl who plays Cheryl is like so unbelievable. <laughs> like it's just so ridiculous, but like I love every minute of it. And um, I kind of loved this episode that, you know, you see Betty, who's such a Betty, um, kind of have this like sort of twisted dark side to her and sort of, I feel like she's sort of like um, taking on her sister. We haven't seen yet, but I feel like we're going to, or something's happening. We're going to see, something about her more so i hear so um i i just kind of really liked this episode and i liked that it was all those girls sort of getting together to like 
fight back kind of thing. Um, and um, I just love it. I mean, it's weird. The guy who plays um, Jason, it's so creepy. And, like, all the flashbacks they use of him, like, when he's, like, I don't know if he's always just that pasty white or they're trying to make him look like a ghost. Like, I'm honestly unsure, but it's super creepy. Uh, all the redheads, like, floating around that town. Yeah, like, he's, like, he's, yeah, because he's, yeah, yeah he's, he's, but like, also, pasty white, ghostly white, even in yeah. the flashbacks of when he was alive and stuff. Yeah, for sure. But I also had, like, um, oh, I had a theory and now I can't even remember what it was, but it was something like. <laughs> he's actually oh, Archie. God. Huh? He's actually Archie. Yeah. There's only one redhead in the in the town. Well, but um, that um, Alice Cooper like was so gung ho on like not having um, Polly and Jason be together that it seemed odd, like something as if like I don't know the way she kept talking about it was like as if she had had an affair and they were actually like siblings or something weird. Like there's something weird going on. With Alice Cooper, which also I love that her name is Alice Cooper. Um, and that she's just, like, not telling us. Um, but I like, I don't know, I love this show. I think it's so great. They needed something new and fresh and fun to come in. Because, obviously, like, vampires leaving and nobody's watching Rain. And, like, they just needed something else. And I just, like, love it so much. But I never really read the comics. So I don't really know much about like any of that. So I don't know if that's something that like maybe I should go and read some, like, I don't know. So yeah, I never read the, I never really, I mean enough to sort of have an idea of what the vintage sort of right. comics are, but not totally present, not, not the present day versions of it, which are actually from what I understand more like what you're seeing in the show. Mm. I mean, they've done some bizarre offshoots like uh, Archie versus the werewolf and uh, you know things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. where, where it's basically like, what if the town, uh, you know, what if Riverdale was like Teen Wolf, you know, type of thing? Or what if, <laughs> you know, or what if they were dealing with zombies in Riverdale? Uh, but they've also done a more, you know, present day version of of the stories where I, from what I understand, the characters that are in them now are, they're drawing from those as opposed to the, you know, the vintage uh, stuff, even though they have a lot of, you know, like Pop's Diner and things like that, that, uh, and, you know, the small town life that kind of allude to the, the, you know, back in the day there, you know, when that sort of, you know, like, yeah. instead of sock hops, it's pep rallies and stuff like that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, uh, and things like that. But, uh, how about you, Kyle? What are, what do you think about Riverdale here? Three episodes in. Um, to not quite oh, agree. <laughs> you mean I, I this mean, is I not the Kyle. show you didn't know you needed, Kyle? Because <laughs> you're no. not like a girl who's like <laughs> 16 I, years old watching CW. I this was the first episode that I think took a a step back for me because it just felt like. Like the plot of like the the women finding the book with the names and then getting revenge, it seems like something that I've seen like in a, every single teen sure. show. Yeah. So that that felt a little unoriginal. Uh, the other thing that bugged me was the scoutmaster. He like how young he was. Yeah. Like I th- they were talking to him like he was like an adult, but he looked like he was like. 12 so i I, that that just threw me off i didn't understand what was going on there 
the other thing was um like this is like you were talking about like this is like an old it, it looks like a throwback town like so in the first few episodes i wasn't sure if it was like supposed to be taking place like in the past or if it was in the present and like this was all about like the the cell phone and all that stuff so obviously it's it's the present time but it seems like the town is like so backwards in some respects but the kid but mm. they're in the modern time like that pops dire and stuff just seems way out of place given like that it's in the present time yeah except that there's except that there's a ton of small towns around that have a pops diner type place uh, in them that's been around forever, type of thing. And but these kids I, wouldn't be hanging out at the pops diner, like I don't know if that's the main. <laughs> it just seems that weird. would be the that would be the place to go. You know, it's it's the uh, in lots of different shows. There's always you know it's the <laughs> it's the peach pit of <laughs> of Riverdale. You know, right. like it's the it's the it just happens to be the place where. Uh, you know, the kids go go hang out. But it also, you know, f- falls into that, you know, that throwback for the, you know, what they're drawing from. The town sort of has that that noir mystery feel to it, too, that gives it sort of, a, you know, kind of a throwback feel, you know. And uh, I think they do a good job on atmosphere. Some of the some of the characters are interesting. The mother, though, Alice Cooper, she is so over the top. <laughs> See, see, I'm interested in, I, I, I'm interested in why, like, like Claire said, why she's yeah. so, so adamant, and like the whole like thing with the lipstick, she takes it away, and the obvious plug for, uh, I don't even remember what brand it was, but they zoomed in on for it. Rev- uh, Revlon. Yeah, and then I, I'm at oh, like, yeah, oh, I can't. That was so ridiculous when she smudged it off her face. That was like, I can't. Okay, sorry. Continue. <laughs> but I am interested, like, the caddy, all the caddy mothers at that that thing. I, I'm interested in that part of the story, like, what these people have against each other. Like, what happened in the past that they all seem to, like, hate each other and they're doing, like, the uh, passive-aggressive attacks on one yeah. another. Or the, like, the straight-out attacks where she or, just basically yeah. tells, tells, the, the, tells Veronica's mother that that your daughter's getting slut shamed like a slut is supposed to be shamed or whatever. And you're just like, <laughs> what did you just, are you serious right now? <laughs> but yeah, there's, I don't know. There's a few things like, I like the show. I like the, the look and feel of the show. I like some of the characters and stuff like that. But then also as a 40 something male, it's sort of weird watching the show <laughs> in that there's a few, there's a few things that, you know, as I get older, they, they tend to bother me more and more. Like when Betty walks out in the uh, the lingerie bustier thing and the black wig and very attractive young woman. Yeah. And a little less she's gross. Not. A little less gross when I'm like, she's at least actually 21. <laughs> but on the other hand, I look at it and go, should we be watching this? She's supposed yeah. to be 16. Like, <laughs> yeah. should this be... Should this be something we're watching? Uh, and then we talked about it after the first episode. You know, while I agree with uh, Luke Perry, uh, didn't have any teachers that look like that in my day. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little also like, why do these teen dramas keep going into the well of, obviously we talked about there's only so many stories or whatever, but why does every single one seem to always have to go 
into the well of the older teacher, younger student, and usually with the you know the male student, female teacher, unless you're pretty little liars, and then they went the other direction with it. But ah. you know, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but that sort of storyline where you're just like, oh, really? And that one bothers me just because they play it up as this super sexy romantic like thing, uh, this hot relationship. Yet you're just like, yet when that new story comes out in our local paper about the teacher, we're all grossed out by it and weirded out and been like, and like, what is happening? What was she thinking? And, but yet here we're supposed to like be shipping it <laughs> or something. Well, but I mean, I, I like that. Like it's actually going somewhere that there's something they've noticed that, she just came out of nowhere. Yeah, at least from the preview, like it looks like yeah, there's going to be. Yeah. I do like how the show moves along in that it drops a little something at the end of an episode and then it comes up and that progresses the, you know, the next thing, you know, in the story. Uh, and, you know, everything seemed fine. And then somebody's like, oh, but I did see, you know, Mrs. Grundy's car at the river, you know, and it's like, uh oh, that cat's out of the bag. You know, now it's going to be looked into, but why was she there by herself, you know, type of thing. So I, I do right. like how each thing sort of like spirals into like the next thing or whatever. And now it look like they're going to be looking and finding out that maybe she's not who she says she is, you know, and she's, you know, finding out why she's hiding out or on the run or why she has a potentially fake identity or whatever and... I don't know. The I I thought the first episode was all right, but the, like the last after the second episode, I don't know, just the way it it does, I think it's interesting on a mystery sort of like what's going on, you know, type of thing that uh, it's sort of got my attention. I don't know that it's the I maybe put myself in between uh, Kyle and Claire here. <laughs> and, uh, well, it, I, it's not I the show that it. I didn't know I needed, but I don't necessarily <laughs> But I'm not. I'm not like. Eh, it's not really that good. Aww. So, so I, you know, like like Kyle. So I think I'm more in the. I'm more in the middle. Like. <laughs> I'll probably still watch the whole season, because <laughs> that's the way I roll. Now I can't even remember the show that I was making fun of you last time for. That, that you 476 still... hours isn't going to fill itself up. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, gotta. I just I I liked that it started with sort of this. Um, mystery and like you know Jason was killed but then it's not what you think it is I kind of like that but I like you know as over the top as these kids are and like nobody wears that to high school like any of those outfits and it doesn't even make sense for the town that they live in and the mom and Veronica come from New York and yet the mom is working at the diner but they have this like baller apartment like there are a lot of questions like about this <laughs> show that don't make sense but like I like it. I like the way it, like, visually, it's, like, a really cool, like, beautiful show. I just, I don't know. I think it's super fun, and I like the Josie and the Pussycats. Not all the songs. I feel like... I, I like that they finally week. got around to an original. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, was it last week, the pep rally one? Yeah, that one. And, like, everyone was talking about it and how amazing it was, and I was like, eh, okay. But I think this week, the songs were really cool. I thought that was that was neat. I wish that they would have waited to do Sugar Sugar when it would have fit more appropriately. 
Like yeah. that felt like they wanted to take that song that you know from the you know like ancient TV show you know version of it or whatever, and you know even though they're doing their cover of a cover of it, you know, or somebody else covered it or whatever it was that they were doing, it felt like they had they felt like some weird need to like get that into the show like as soon as possible. And for the pep rally that they were doing, the song literally made no sense since it was also so, sort of a memorial pep rally for Jason. And, the, and then the the song was like, wait, what does yeah. that have to do with anything? Like, why would you be performing this at this pep rally? It, it made it made no. That was one thing that bothered me. I was like, they could have waited a few episodes in to where this song would have actually fit at. You know, it would have fit more at the school dance in the first episode than, uh, you know, or something like that, or at a future dance because I'm pretty sure there's there'll be another one at some point, or or another pep rally or or some such thing. But I did like that in the third episode they finally did get around to an original song since they made such a big deal in the first episode about how they do their own original stuff, you know, <laughs> and then the very first song they sing is somebody else's song and then the next episode is another song that's not theirs and it was like why did you make such a big deal but you know they finally got around to an original song so i'm I'm sure there'll be more of those so they can sell some of those on itunes and whatnot too uh, that's right (laughs) (laughs) yeah but like even even once her name was like oh you we you think that we're gonna let you like help write a song for us like we're three black women blah 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 like you can't write for us and then cut to, oh, that one word was really good change. What else you got? And I'm like, that's not very fast. <laughs> and then it was like his song. He's like, oh, I did so much work on this. You changed one word and you mixed, you swapped two. And he, two inverted, the, he inverted the courses. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, but at least it was a, an original song. But But yeah, I like, I don't know. Even though there's plenty of things to sort of like make fun of and stuff like that, uh, as a whole, it's kind of entertaining though. And but like you said, with the mystery, the whole thing of like he's found at the you know it, the whole first story is that you know he drowned and they couldn't find the body, right. and then the body and Cheryl goes along with that story because he was supposed to disappear, is what we find out now, uh, according to her latest you know version of the story. But yet when he shows up, he's he had been shot and obviously had been held uh, someplace, you know, tied to uh, something. And then you find out, you know, different stuff like why she, you know, lied and kept with the story, or at least in the beginning, because she expected him to call her or something like that. And then when he's found, and then I, I did like the whole story of it, like, He's like, why would somebody do that? And then you see like these totally overbearing parents just like totally push in and like grab her and take her away. And you're like, uh, just because of that, like you could totally tell that you want to get away from those parents, you know. So I, you know, that you find out that it was potentially he was supposed to be faking his death to be able to get out of the town and not be, you know, under whatever his parents were forcing them to do or what have you, and uh, just wanted to get away. And so, you know, that's a whole new twist on the story. And so he was supposed to be trying to get away, but somewhere somebody came across him before he got away and then held him for some reason. And and so now it's like, who 
who hated him like that much that that would uh, uh, that would happen. And then you find out that he, apparently he actually did, you know, hurt Polly and wasn't the great guy that Cheryl thought he was. You know, that even right. even he was potentially hiding stuff from her. Keep finding out all these different things, you know, as as it keeps going. I think they're doing well of, of spinning story that it's at least right now it's not overly ridiculous. And, you know, by the end of the season or into a second season, could it be, OK, this is just getting, you know, uh, could it easily go like scandal ridiculous type of thing? Sure. <laughs> but right now it's entertaining. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, they did like that they actually made uh, Cherry finally realize that her brother wasn't this perfect person. Like, because the whole time she's always like sticking up for him and and like blindly just saying how great he is. But it's nice to see that she can actually admit when she was wrong and she could actually be a nice person, not just the initial jerk that we saw at the beginning. Yeah, totally. I mean, she's still a jerk, but like... <laughs> Not a complete jerk. A, a nicer jerk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that'll do it for primetime, and we'll move on to our recommendations. And I guess I'll go with Bravo's The Imposters. I thought I had set it to record, and I hadn't, and so then I found it, you know, playing on another, you know, playing on another night, and I set it to record, and but I just kept passing it by. I was like, it looks kind of interesting from the ads and stuff like that. And On I, E or Bravo? <laughs> yeah, like, which is, it is Bravo, right? I think so. No, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, it's on Bravo. But then I had seen the, you know, I'd seen the ads of, you know, shows like three people that have all been, you know, sort of fleeced by this one person. But I thought they set up an interesting thing in the first hour of the show of how she's working with other people, but they're working for a bigger group, you know, so they're sort of under the thumb of somebody else for some reason. And it's not like they could necessarily just walk away from what they've gotten themselves into. But the, the way they tell the story that they show how she got in with this one guy, you know, the Mark and, and got married and then ultimately took him for our, everything then you come to find out that there's somebody else that finds out of, you know, that sees like a picture of her or something like that in like a wedding announcement and comes looking for her, but she's already gone and he's been fleeced. And then, so they start looking and they find a, a, a third person, which is basically where the first, the second episode looks like it'll start with them finding the, you know, the third person. And then on the other side, you have her telling the story of the new mark that they've been that her and her group have been sent to, you know, to go after, uh, which uh, happens to be here in Seattle at some bank. Uh, so I'm assuming they're filming in Vancouver, maybe or something. Um, but I just like the I thought the actress. I'm not sure exactly how you uh, in bar lobby or Levy. Uh, she's really good. She can do all kinds of different accents and things like that. And the, you know, the different wardrobe changes and stuff like that, where she's playing these different, you know, characters to uh, take these people down, but it's got, you know, some other known quantities or re recognizable faces uh, in there. Like the present Mark is Aaron Douglas from uh, Battlestar Galactica. One of the, uh, uh, what's his name? 
one of the previous guys that was taken was in uh god now i can't even think of the name of the uh enlisted he was one of the brothers on enlisted ah parker young is that his name yeah yeah, yeah. he's he's in it as the as like a previous person that he, she had taken you know it's them and so now you're watching this new group trying to get in on this other thing you're trying to find out who is above them and then you also have this these other people that have been taken by this group now investigating and trying to find them because part of what they do is they find information about them or their family or something like that and they basically leave them like hey if you kind of come after us and try and find us we'll just release this information and you'll be you know your family will be even more devastated than it is now and i just thought she was really good and i like some of the other people that popped up in there and i like those sort of the con type job type things where you're seeing uh, how these things play out and stuff like that and i i i ended up really liking the the first episode so i set the season pass to watch the rest of it so that's <laughs> That's that's my recommendation is uh, Imposters on Bravo. And I think it's only like maybe like eight episodes or something or it's pretty short, I think. Until they pick up the 24 episodes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, or, however, it, however many episodes it ends up being, it's it's a shorter, shorter run of episodes. And it, it looked like fun. Uh, I, I really liked the the first episode and the way they told the story and then the way you'll be following it going forward. So. That's my recommendation. How about uh, how about you, Claire? I am going to go with the good fight that starts on Sunday that they're actually airing on CBS um, for at least just the the pilot. Have you guys seen it yet? No, no, I ha- I hadn't seen it, but I I now know that it's available to see, so I will. I will have seen it before it airs. On. <laughs> I I think the first two are up on the. Um, the yeah. screening room, but um, did you watch? I mean, I I loved The Good Wife, and I watched till the end, even though it was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I I think that um, this episode, the the pilot is um, it's a little slow. It's a lot of setup, and you're sort of like you know building what's to come. But like, and like the the credits, like The Good Wife was always known for having like a really long intro before the credits would run. This was 20 minutes or 21 minutes. Um, <laughs> and the credits look at first, like I was watching with Laura and at first I was like, oh, these are just like temporary credits. Like they'll fill these in. I was like, oh no, these actually look like they might be permanent. Um, I don't know how I feel about them, but the show itself, like I am very excited about. I think like, I haven't watched the second one yet, but like I love Christine Baranski. I think she's just amazing, and Kush Jumbo is just so fantastic. And same with Rose Leslie. So I'm like really excited. I think it's going to be really good. I hope so. But the first one, like, don't let the first one sort of knock you down. Like, it's a little slow, but it's really good. And Delroy Lindo isn't it? I mean, it's like an unbelievable cast. So, um, um, I think it'll be fun. I mean, here's the thing though: is that do people want to pay <laughs> yeah, another? Like, if you like $5. it, then you got to yeah, right. Yeah. Plus, they right. still have ads on CBS time, All Access. Like, I know that a lot of like, so I think it's um, it's like five ninety nine a month for regular whatever. It's like Hulu, and then nine ninety nine is without commercials. But I feel like a lot of people get like season passes for shows on iTunes. And yeah. sorry, and I sort of feel like if you're gonna do that, like this isn't that big of a, good of a difference. I can't remember if they're posting them all at once or one week at a time. 
I, I want to say that they're going to be putting them out there weekly. Like, I think that they're putting, like, they're showing the first one on Sunday night. Uh, but yeah. the first two will be available on CBS All Access. And then it'll be weekly after that, I believe. Right. So I, I feel like then... You just wait you till know, the month that the last episode's yeah, going to air. Yeah. And, and you, you, you drop your five bucks that month. And totally. then all the episodes will be available, and then yeah, and then you can cancel and wait till you know uh, the new Star Trek <laughs> comes. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're like if you like Big Brother and you watch some other stuff that like that gives you a lot more access through that, then like it's worth it. I don't know, like I really loved The Good Wife, and I feel like I'll really like this. So I, I don't know if I'll spend the money, but like I want. I just don't know if I will. Um, I will at some point. I think you're you're probably not wrong. I think a lot of people are going to wait until it's all available and then do it then. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. So I I I think I think that's a smart move, obviously, to put the pilot on CBS just so everyone can watch it, and then they'll be like, "Yes, I must find out what happens next." And then give you all my money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's why they're also putting a second episode out right away is that you'll see multiple commercials that say, watch the next episode right now on CBS right. Access. <laughs> that's funny. And so they'll be able to get to they'll be able to get people to, you know, at least sign up. You know, you can at least sign up for like the free week or whatever to get to the next. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not like so many people and so many of my friends like have um like don't have cable anymore and i feel like so it's just another like five dollars it's not like horrible so you'll um, get one of them to subscribe and then you'll go i mean it does hey yeah. what are you guys watching yeah, <laughs> your password <laughs> i mean they do have they do have a decent library of cbs corporation you know or you know paramount or whatever produced shows from back in the day that that are out there accessible too that you can get to that you can't get to in other places. So it's not like that's the only thing out there. There are other things that you could, uh, you could find to watch, you know, some old, old shows of as well. But, but as, as usual that you can always do the, uh, you know, turn it off, turn it on for whenever there's something that you want to, you know, actually watch uh, at any given time. And uh, I don't know. I think things are going to, over time, every channel is going to be an app. You know, <laughs> like you know, yeah. like, like every major corporation will just have you know an app or the available to stream. You know, it will be their own little streaming service that uh, they'll be adding new content to, as well as having access to all the old content. Uh, you know that that whatever you know, like NBC. Universal Comcast owns, you know, that'll someday be all, you know, one thing and all CBS Corporation stuff and, you know, all Netflix stuff and, you know, everything uh, like that, that uh, instead of buying cable channels or cable packages, you'll just be buying, you will literally be able to do the a la carte, except you're, except if you're somebody that likes a lot of TV, you're going to have to buy lots of stuff. Yeah. Ultimately, it'll probably cost as much as if you just what cable used to cost, but you know, whatever. But with that, uh, I'm looking forward to checking that one out. So I'll check out the pilot, but I can't, I won't be paying for CBS all access, <laughs> <laughs> especially with ads. That's the other, like to me, if you're paying for that service, it should have no ads to begin with, not the two tiered 
Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you're paying for you're paying for access is I guess, you know, to the content. But I don't need uh, all access. I only want the <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, can I, yeah, do, I, can mean, I get CBS? Can I get some baby access? Yeah, can I get CBS some access? You know, or just like, but what's your uh, recommendation there, Kyle? So my yeah, recommendation Kyle. is Netflix's uh, From a service Santa... that he is willing to pay for. No, I use my, I use my parents' account. <laughs> Uh, but it's Netflix's. Well, apparently, uh, you need Santa... to get a family member to sign up for CBS All Access, Kyle. <laughs> no, it's... no good, no good wife fans in your family. I don't think I think I'm the only person that watches it in the entire family, oh. or that watched it. But uh, uh, so my my recommendation is Netflix's Santa Clarita Diet. I basically watched this thing the entire ten episode season it's only a half hour per episode uh, i watch it all on the friday that it was released um it's a zomcom if that's a <laughs> if that's a thing so it stars drew barrymore and timmy timothy oliphant and the two of them together are is just comedy gold I, the way they they play off of one another is just so much fun and then the kid that plays like the next door neighbor who's like the zombie uh uh, I guess he's like the guy that know he's like the nerdy kid that knows about zombies. So like he's the kid that was in the new vacation movie and he plays like the same kind of like awkward, like stumbling character. And he's like he he was the fake young Sean Spencer on Psych when they replaced him uh, when they replaced the kid that played him. But like I, I just found it to be so much fun. I was laughing out loud throughout the show. It's it's like a um it's almost like a weeds a little bit of weeds with like the whole suburban neighborhood type of thing. And um it's just I, I don't know. I, I, I don't wanna talk too much about it and spoil some of the the twists and turns it takes but it's a it's a really funny show i definitely recommend if you don't like the pilot then you're probably not gonna like the rest of it but <laughs> so it's an easy it's an easy figure it out like you can you can just drop that what like 27 minutes or 30 minutes or something like that and figure out whether you're gonna like the whole yeah because it's more it's more the same throughout so if it's not your thing you'll know you're not gonna want to watch the the next six hours of it yes <laughs> I loved it. I agree with you. I thought it was so funny um, and like not what I was expecting, like um, at all. And I just I, I that daughter, the girl who plays their daughter is so funny and so awkward with the kid next door. Um, I, I love it. I think it's so good. Um, I, I haven't watched the whole thing yet, so I got to go do that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's sort of it's one of those. It's, it's on the list of things to that I'm interested yeah. in watching because I like I like Timothy Oliphant and Andrew Barrymore, you know, and uh, interesting to see him doing comedy. I mean, we saw that a little bit, you know, after uh, the grinder. Yeah, on the on the grinder. But I don't know. These days, it's like every week there's one or two shows being dropped on Netflix that you're like, oh, yeah, that looks interesting. But wait, do I have six hours <laughs> over over the next to also watch in along with the things that I'm already watching and behind on. And, uh, you know, like this week I caught up on three episodes of agents of shield, uh, and, you know, watch that type of stuff instead of, and now I'm behind on last week's, you know, Supergirl and 
and stuff. And so I, I keep catching up with whatever. I'm so behind on Supergirl. Whatever, whatever, whatever we're going to be talking about on the podcast, I go, oh, good excuse to catch up with that one. So maybe I need to find some people that have watched it and uh, put Santa Clarita Diet on the on the prime time list. And uh, so, yeah. you need a TiVo that does the 1.3 times. Yeah. And then when you watch the, when you watch the flash, it's amazing how fast you I watch a lot of TV, but if you're speeding up your TV to watch it, even I think you're watching too much TV. If you That's to, the one problem with Netflix. They don't to, offer that option on the Netflix app. You, can't you watch need to speed up your TV to be able to get in the number of things that you're watching. Then you're watching too many things. That's definitely for Kyle. You're watching too many things. <laughs> All right. I'm still waiting for that second season of Mulaney to, to get picked up. Oh, my God. That's what it was. Mulaney. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? And yet I can't stop watching. Like, I rewatch his, like, stand-ups all the time. Like, I've already seen them, like, probably at least seven times each. Like, I don't know why, but I love it. But who was watching that show? Yeah, if you're going to watch something, you definitely should watch his stand-ups, not his TV (laughs) Not his I don't have those episodes anymore anyway. If they were on that TiVo, they're gone. That's that's uh, it's a, it was a sign. It was like someone was a mercy saying, killer. Why does pass on a lady on here? <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. It was actually uh, some sort of uh, sabotage. It was it was it was somebody somebody did you a mercy killing. And they <laughs> they slowly put your your TiVo out of commission. Yeah, so it's like yeah, you don't. You don't need the pressure of needing to watch these at 1.3 speed, Kyle. You just, just, they're gone. All right. So that's our recommendations. And as always, you can find uh, links uh, to them as well as the news stories we talked about and also where you can find Kyle and Claire online uh, in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 357. And next week, Amory and Ray will be back with me. And uh, thank you again, Claire and Kyle, for joining me here on episode 357. Thank you for having us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being had. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the record button. Okay, Claire, say something. Hey. All right. It is uh, officially recording there. Kyle, say something. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna repeat Claire's, but I don't really want that recorded. <laughs> It was it was either going to be hey or yes. <laughs> so <laughs> Well, yeah, Claire, when I saw your uh, the last email you sent, I didn't see that it was in response to Kyle's email at first and I was just like, "Wow, Claire's really excited to be on the podcast today." <laughs> I, of course, I always am. <laughs> and it was like, "Oh, Oh, Fox picked out Lucifer for a third season. That's what the excitement's about. <laughs> All right, I will start here and go through the opening, and then I'll say joining me this week, and then Claire, you go, and then Kyle, you follow. Cool. And introduce okay. yourselves, and then we'll just head on down through the list.